Hello out there to all you people that I love, and not just because you're listening to this episode of Stu on This. <laughs> I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called It's Not Fair. I just came back from Wichita, Kansas, where I helped facilitate a beautiful Equinox event with Dr. Devin Brana. Devin and her husband, Dr. Joey, opened up their beautiful home to let me stay there. It was really, really cool and sweet to be with good friends and to see them living their everyday life with their five kids and two dogs. And the kids actually actually reminded me of what I wanted to do this episode about, when at some point one of them complained that something wasn't fair, which I imagine happens once in a while among five children. But it reminded me that kids are definitely not the only ones who complain that things are unfair sometimes. I happen to hear it all the time among adults, too, certainly on social media, but also from clients and friends, and also from myself. One way this tends to specifically show up, especially among those of us with an intention to hold the high watch in this world, those of us who feel it is part of our purpose for being on this planet, to hold the energy of love and compassion and a vision of the kind of world we choose to live in, is that sometimes it feels unfair. Why are we the only ones who have to suck it up and work on ourselves in order to change the world for the better? And if you're anything like me, that question shows up probably over and over again. Well, if you've listened to any stew on this episodes up to this point, you know that eventually I'll mention that the answer never involves focusing on what other people are doing or not doing, but instead involves returning to love. Wouldn't it be great to remember that all the time? But alas, I'm not always grounded and resilient. So in the meantime, what can we do with that feeling or perception of things being unfair? Whether it's about us thinking we are the only ones doing the work, or about anything for that matter. Well, I've already mentioned what the key is for me, and that is to become grounded and resilient. When I become aware of my loving and compassionate essence, when I'm aware of my wholeness, far fewer things seem unfair to me. And the perception of unfairness is a tremendous clue that I am not quite in my wholeness. It's a clear symbol that I have valid needs that aren't being met. And a reminder that expecting others or the world to change in order to meet those needs is usually a futile strategy. Folks, I prefer things to seem fair and equitable. But more deeply than that, the things I need the most when I'm stuck in that's not fair are empathy, compassion, and love. And probably also a need to be heard and acknowledged. And guess what? I can give all of those things to myself, as long as I don't make the unfairness mean that I am merely a victim of circumstance. When things don't seem fair, I can give myself empathy and compassion because unfairness is indeed a hard and painful thing to experience. I can give myself love because I know I'll need it to realize that unfairness is a perception and that love can always transcend perception. And I can listen and acknowledge myself and my feelings. And in so doing, 
I can become aware of those deeper needs that lie beneath those perceptions. And the best news is that whenever I help meet my own needs, I feel better about myself, I feel more empowered about my choices, and I feel less like a victim. And therefore, I feel more grounded and resilient. And once I'm there, I can remember that for one thing, I'm the only person I could ever work on. I can realize that my judgments about what others are doing or not doing are probably not quite as accurate as I might tend to think. And even if other folks are indeed not doing the work and I really want them to take up the slack, I can be inspired with the knowing that the best thing I could ever do for them is to model it myself and hope that they want some of what I have. When I'm grounded and resilient, it's much easier for me to remember all that. I can actually live those spiritual truths. I can live these beautiful words that are from author Ken Keyes. He said, quote, You begin to see with insight the worldly drama of addictions that people are still playing out on the lower levels of consciousness. And you feel compassion toward those who are still involved in the illusion of separateness. You know the best way to help them is to work on yourself so that they can perceive, perhaps for the first time in their lives, the experience of unconditional love. They begin to say to themselves, Wow, here's someone who accepts me all the time, no matter what I do or say. Love doesn't require you to require you to get involved in their stuff. You just accept them because they are where they are. Because they have a right to be there. And because where they are is perfect for their growth and also yours. Very wise words. Yep. In this world that seems more and more unfair. It's time to love ourselves more and more. Because love isn't a perception. Love simply is. Love is what's beyond and under and around and between those perceptions. It's what remains when we get our perceptions balanced and we get them congruent with our values. Folks, there is only love, and love never leaves. <laughs> but I still sometimes do. And I know that getting stuck in my perceptions about things being unfair is just another way that I turn my back on love. So, from here on, when I find myself complaining too much that things are unfair, my plan is to do an about-face and step right back into love. I hope you join me in that. Mm, yeah. Let's do on that. And I'll see you next week.